As I said before, there are any number of actions we can take as a nation to enhance our competitiveness and secure a better future for our people, but few of them will make as much of a difference as improving the way we educate our sons and daughters. Offering our children an outstanding education is one of our most fundamental, perhaps our most fundamental, obligation as a country. And countries that out-educate us today will out-compete us tomorrow, and I refuse to let that happen on my watch. This is Kathleen with Conversation Ed, and today we are talking about part four of our History of School Reform series, Race to the Top. We're racing to the top, people. Slightly ambiguous term. I don't know where we're racing to or why we're racing, but we're racing. So get on the starting line. Ready? Go! I am pleased to be joined today uh, by my outstanding education secretary, Arnie Duncan. Just a real quick FYI about Arnie Duncan. He is Barack Obama's outstanding education commissioner who has never taught a day in his life. Not one single solitary second in a classroom with actual students. Just make sure you're aware of that. I took office. I asked Arnie Duncan to work with states and local school districts to take on business as usual in our education system. And that's how the Race to the Top competition was born last July. So President Obama and the federal government told states that they could qualify for Race to the Top funds as long as they implemented a rigorous set of standards and a rigorous set of assessments. This was the birth of Common Core. And in order to get the money, states had to adopt the Common Core state standards. It was disguised as a state-led initiative when really, if you didn't implement what the federal government told you to do, you would not get the funds. And private education companies lined up to provide the services of testing these rigorous standards. This opened up a huge market for publishers and testing companies to make money off of our students. Our toxic culture of education begins with a classic supervillain archetype. Private education companies realized they could use public education, a multi-billion dollar industry, to create a nearly endless stream of taxpayer money. They channeled millions of dollars into lobbying efforts and focused on two words, rigor and accountability, and put everything into place. State statutes were passed, district rules were enforced. That's Joshua Katz. He's an educator in Orlando, Florida, and the speech he is giving is during his TEDx talk on the toxic culture of education. Way long before they were passed, so both parties get to take full credit for their disastrous results, especially with race to the top. We somehow took the education system that produced the individuals who put a man on the moon with technology less powerful than the phone in my pocket and characterized that education system as a failure using the word accountability. We only have one way to address accountability, standardized testing. If you thought testing was bad under No Child Left Behind, under Race to the Top, it was a whole new ball game and a whole new market for testing companies. Usher in the Common Core state standards and start using phrases like college and career readiness and rigor, and you've got a perfect storm for testing companies to make billions of dollars off of the failure of our students. Here's the outstanding Arnie Duncan again on Common Core standards in career and college readiness. Secretary Duncan, welcome. Good morning. So tell us where Common Core came from and what's the problem here? Well, Common Core is a, a state-led initiative. Governors, 
state chief uh, school officers across the country, Republican and Democrat, saying we need to raise standards. They've been working on this for years. It's been voluntarily adopted by over 40 states. And basically, Mr. Duncan says voluntarily adopted by states. And that really is very misleading in the implementation of Common Core. Either adopt the Common Core standards or you don't get the money. Yes, I guess that is technically voluntary, but at the time we were going through a major recession. And for governors to not take hundreds of millions of dollars in stimulus money under Race to the Top grant funding would have been political suicide. So the governors did what they said. They implemented Common Core, and that's where that voluntary implementation of Common Core comes from. We've been working on this for years. It's been voluntarily adopted by over 40 states. And basically, we want children to be able to think critically, to be able to solve complex problems. We want our young people to be able to compete internationally. Mm -hmm. And to do that, we had to, uh, states wanted to raise the bar. It wasn't long before parents got a dose of Common Core and what it looked like in the math classroom. Problems that would normally take two steps were now configured into eight, nine-step problems. And parents were starting to push back. This critical thinking and raising the bar that Mr. Duncan is talking about started to turn into the most ridiculous classroom practice, and parents started to push back. They decided there's a new way kids should think, and we're going to prove they're thinking it by having them pass these tests, or we burn the school down. So, and then I look at the problems, and it's like, you know, Bill has three goldfish. Uh, he buys two more. Uh, how many dogs live in London? Or something like that. Just look at this math question from the Common Core homework sheet. Jack used the number line below to solve 427 minus 316. Find his error, then write a letter to Jack telling him what he did right and what he should do to fix his mistake. That's a great question. Teaches two important workplace skills. Math and passive-aggressive note writing. The Common Core standards weren't just Arne Duncan's idea. This was a bipartisan effort by many individuals who have a stake in the education game, including Jeb Bush and Bill Gates. By implementing Common Core across the entire country, it opened the door for their companies and their foundations to make millions of dollars off of the testing that would have to take place in order to assess the Common Core standards. Here's Bill Gates talking about Common Core and trying to explain why it's so important to the free market and innovation. To some degree, this is a, an area where if you do have commonality, it's like an electrical plug, you get more free market competition. Scale is good for free market competition. Individual state regulatory capture is not good for competition. And so this thing in terms of driving innovation, you'd think that sort of pro-capitalistic market-driven people would be in, in favor of it. Um, but you know, somehow it's, it's, uh, it's gotten to be controversial. Uh, Common Core state standards are standards that, were, that 45 governors and 45 state school officers in this country voluntarily... And this guy needs no introduction. He is former Florida Governor Jeb Bush, and he has been a huge proponent of Common Core and high-stakes assessments. In fact, Jeb Bush's foundation... The Foundation for Excellence in Education has made hundreds of millions of dollars off of testing initiated by Pearson and other testing companies. Jeb Bush likes Common Core because Jeb Bush gets money if Common Core just, is implemented. Maybe, it, maybe it's stubbornness. I don't know what it is, but I just don't feel compelled to run for cover when I think this is the right thing to do for our country. And that's how the race to the top competition was born last July. It's time to come together to get it done so that we can truthfully say in America, no child 
will be left behind. We must act now and with energy if we're to avoid failing an entire generation. And cover. And cover. There you have it. Education reform parts one, two, three, and four. Dating back to the duck and cover days in 1957, moving into a nation at risk in the 1980s, then through No Child Left Behind in the early 2000s, and then today with Race to the Top and Common Core. If you like what we're doing here, please share our content with everyone you know. Stay tuned for more episodes coming in the next couple of weeks. And be sure to visit our website, www.conversationed.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Conversation Ed. Have a great day. Thank you.